Step into your calling. In this message, Pastor teaches how to know that you are called and explains what hinders you from stepping into your calling. God does not call the equipped, but when God calls you, He equips you. Amen. Let's open our Bibles to Matthew's Gospel, chapter 22. Matthew's Gospel 22 and verse 14. For many are called, for many are called, but few are chosen. But few are chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called. Step into your calling. Many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called, large masses are called, huge numbers are called, the majority of people are called, most people are called. The next season is going to be conventions, meetings, just not in different parts of our city and this nation, but across the nations of the world. Many large numbers crowds are called huge numbers most people are called but few are chosen are you one of the few who are chosen what does it mean what does it mean to be called? You identified, selected, separated for God. There are many people who say, I'm called pastor. Am I called pastor? But few who are chosen who says, I am separated for that. I'm selected by God. I want to be identified with Jesus. When he calls you, he keeps you. And God's calling is never based on what you can do for him. God's calling is never based on what you can do for him. But it is based on what he can do through you. It's a huge difference. God doesn't call the capable. He makes them capable. He doesn't call the equipped. He equips them. If you're listening to this message, there's a greater purpose that God has for your life. You could have tuned in anywhere. There's a great match going on. How do you know you are called? 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 16 Paul says in 1 Corinthians 9 verse 16 For though I preach the gospel I have nothing to glory of for necessity is laid upon me yea woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel Woe is unto me if I do not preach the gospel In other words a quiet conviction deep within Paul knew 
What to me if I do not preach the gospel? I'm called to preach. There's a quiet con- conviction of. See, without the Holy Spirit conviction, you will never be able to survive in ministry. Without the Holy Spirit convicting you, giving you that quiet assurance, you will never be able to. When you face battles and challenges and whatnot, it is only that conviction that the Holy Spirit has placed inside of you that will keep you. God calls you through His Word. How does He call? He calls you through His Word to Abraham. God called him. Audible voice. Jacob, God called through a dream. Aaron, God called through Moses. Joseph, again a dream. Young boy is having a dream. Jeroboam through the prophet. Isaiah through a vision. He saw the Lord high and lifted up. He said, Lord, I'm a man of unclean lips. The angel of God took the fire and cleansed his lips. Who will go for us? Here I am, Lord. Send me. Peter, James and John, Jesus walked by and said, come follow me. Just following the Lord reveals your call sometimes. They left everything, they just followed. Timothy, the great faith that was there in your grandmother, in your mother, Eunice and Lewis, it's upon you. Family upbringing, inside the family. Ezekiel, through the word of the Lord. When God spoke, Ezekiel 2, 2 says, the spirit of God entered him. God spoke. How has God called you? How has he called you? See, it is important that you know that. Because if you know your call, it will keep you in focus. I mean, you, you will be focused. You won't be distracted. You will be passionate. See, passion is required to drive a vision. If you know you are called, you will be having clarity about your life, the decisions that you take. Otherwise, you're careless. Because every decision is based on the call that God has placed inside of you. There are so many who are called, but few who are chosen. There are many who are called, but who don't have clarity, who are just careless with their lives. They don't value that call. But I believe there's a great move of the Holy Spirit that's going to sweep this planet Earth. (laughs) The glory of the Lord shall cover the Earth. In the last days I shall pour out of my Spirit upon all flesh. There's a great awakening that will happen on this planet Earth. On one side, the world will go to the extreme of following after the devil. But on the other side, there will be people who are a Jesus people. Who will be passionate for the Lord. Who will want to do the will of God in their lives. Who will say, Lord, here I am. Send me, Lord. Help me to do what you have called me to do. 
ഇന്ന് രാത്രിയും അതുപോലെ ചില ബോധ്യങ്ങൾ പരിശുദ്ധാത്മാവ് ചിലവരുടെ ഉള്ളിൽ തരട്ടെ അതുപോലത്തെ ചില റെവലേഷൻസ് പരിശുദ്ധാത്മാവ് അകത്ത് തരട്ടെ ജീസസ് <laughs> your calling is unique is different from somebody else around you sometimes you are called to be a witness for jesus and glorify the lord in the business field sometimes in the office that where you work maybe in the sports arena maybe in the media maybe in the political field i did not know where he's called you and he wants to position you but don't think okay calling means I have to wear white and white and be a pastor. If you're called to be that, be that. Otherwise, if you try to be that, you're missing out on what God can do through you. Even in the political arena, God will raise up. But there are people who don't walk or step into their calling you can call it hindrances that stop them from stepping into their calling one of the hindrances is what you call a faulty foundation psalms 11 verse 3 you know i'm I, i'm just i sense after tonight the some of you who will who will have the holy ghost moving over you in a way that you never experienced him before such convictions will come into your heart Psalms 11 verse 3 please If the foundations be destroyed If the foundations be destroyed what can the righteous do What can the righteous do There are foundations that hinder somebody's calling Sometimes it might be an ancestral foundation From your father's side or mother's side and so I'll say don't 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 get it the bible and go just be a nice person just be a good person they will talk you out <laughs> they will convince you why you shouldn't be weird and why you should just be normal a faulty foundation if you're growing up in a community where you feel that only certain pastors and evangelists and teachers and apostles and prophets are called the rest of you just need to go and warm the pew you're wrong it's a faulty foundation everyone who is born again it is just not pastors who have to go and win souls everyone who is born again everyone who belongs to Jesus have a divine mandate to see salvation come upon somebody else to see that they're coming out from the devil's captivity and eternally they are saved through the blood of Jesus Christ 
what are the hindrances elimination chapter 5 you know unbroken curses and covenants can limit you lamentation 5:7 says our fathers have sinned and are not and we have borne their iniquities you are suffering for what you don't even know <laughs> i've seen many people like that and sometimes they are not even open for you to tell them but you feel this evil thing that is drawing them away from god's word and from god's purposes many are called few are chosen who are the chosen ones you know i've seen that's a big hindrance to have and i did not know for the last 3 4 months every time i preach i, I touch this and so i i hoping this will convict somebody because it's out there for somebody wrong relationships can hinder your calling 1 corinthians chapter 15 verses 33 it says there bad companions ruin good character be not deceived bad companions ruin good character proverbs 13 verse 20 he who walks with the wise will be wise bad relationships can bury your calling wrong people around you can lead you in the wrong way there are two kinds of people in your life there are people who will excite you and there are people who will exhaust you there are people who will motivate you and there are people who will demotivate you there are people who will invest into you and there are people who will waste you there are people who will add value and significance to you and there are people who will subtract you all from your calling god didn't say make everybody your friend did god say that did god say that does the bible say that make everybody your friend the bible says love everyone but amos 3 and verse 3 says how can two walk together until they have agreed relationship should be intentional don't have purpose less relationships have a purpose there's a purpose of god in my life some of you youngsters some of you holy spirit is moving over you he's breathing onto you you will know your purpose there are people who will either increase you in your life or decrease you or even neutralize you You know that you know that there are people who will increase you that's good there are people who will decrease you that also might be very evident but most people miss out on the people who will just neutralize them because in any relationships there is what you call an impartation don't think impartation is a biblical word alone and that there is only holy spirit impartation No, you move with the wrong crowd. They're going to impart something to you, and soon you're going to be doubting God's word, God's call. 
the promises of God. I heard a statement which I thought was powerful. A friend to everybody is a friend to nobody. <laughs> the Lord told me not trust them. A friend to everybody is a friend to nobody. Oh, the other day somebody was saying, you know, there's a guy who's got nearly over a lakh subscribers or friends on Facebook. I mean, on the social media. Not a lakh, but 10,000 or something. I do not know the exact number, but a huge number. But he became sick and there was nobody to take him to the hospital and he died. <laughs> over 10,000 people on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram saying like and smile and thumbs up had a heart attack not somebody really a good friend who could take them there are people with a million likes to their videos who are sitting lonely in their homes there's a lady like that watching me right now you are in the you know the media world You are an influencer. <laughs> but you're sitting there alone, feeling just empty inside. God is calling you. He loves you. Bad companions will ruin. Good character. Many are called. Say that with me. But few are. Chosen. Few are chosen. Step into your calling. You know, People who step into calling or things that stop them from stepping into their calling, one of the hindrances is what you call an internal, what do you say for that? Stumbling blocks, internal stumbling blocks. That is pride, anger, greed, jealousy, covetousness, just internal stumbling blocks. I was praying for somebody and I saw, you know, stumbling blocks inside that person. But that person's got a great calling. So I, I didn't understand it until later when I was sitting in prayer more and focusing and praying for the person. The Lord said, yeah. He's trapped inside. You remember in the Bible, Gehazi? Greed. He was with the prophet. But greed was a stumbling block for him There are many who are called whom God is wanting to use in a mighty way but who never step into that place where they realize I am chosen, I am chosen. I need to keep my heart free from bitterness. I just need to keep it free from unforgiveness. I just need to let go of certain things. I just need to move in what God wants me to do. I just need to be humble. I just need to be yielded to God. Open your mouth and say, I won't be hindered in the name of Jesus. I won't be hindered in the Every name stumbling of Jesus. block in my life is going to step aside in the name of Jesus. I'm free by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Let that be a statement of faith that the Holy Spirit do the rest.
there are many who are called who never step in you know why just because they're lazy they're lazy you need you know you need to work hard to fulfill your calling do you know that many people who feel they're called think that you know they can sit in that lazy boy there and <laughs> god will use them mightily it doesn't happen that way and i want you to read from the nkjv version two scriptures proverbs 10:4 and proverbs 22:29 proverbs 10:4 and verses proverbs 22:29 nkjv version sorry nkjv he who has a slack hand becomes poor he who has a slack hand becomes poor but the hand of the diligent but the hand of the diligent makes rich makes rich now 2229 do you see a man who excels in his work do you see a man who excels in his work he will stand before kings he will stand before kings he will not stand before unknown men he will not stand before unknown men who excels in its work can't be lazy open your mouth and say I refuse laziness Amen. You know you need to create time to hear from God, to study, to worship the Lord. You can't be lazy. Lie in bed till 9 o'clock in the morning and then just brush your teeth and rush off to your workplace. And say God use me, God use me. It doesn't happen that way. You know this is a generation that want God God to do everything. the possible and the impossible <laughs> even the possible they won't do they won't got to do it but there is no room for laziness even for you to find a job you have to see what is possible from your side to find a job don't sit there and say lord give me a job god give me a job send out resumes to every place go knock on doors call up a hundred people and that which is impossible god will do for you but don't be lazy don't just sit and wait there are people you know who must be pushed and pushed to serve the lord <laughs> notice that molay pratichcha മനെ നാളെ കാണുവ മീറ്റിങ്ങിന് ഓൾമാരേജ്ഫേ <laughs> there are preachers who are lazy who don't study oh my god where are we going with this hallelujah blessed be the name of jesus lift your head and say in the name of jesus I overcome my laziness in the name of the Lord I command every spirit of laziness to depart out of my life I will work hard for the glory of God 
I trust in the grace of God to work through me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lift your voice and glorify the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, do you know that wisdom is needed for you to walk in your calling? You know, wisdom is the ability to address the issues of life. Knowledge doesn't help you. Knowledge is good. Wisdom is the ability to address the issues of life. And God says, if you lack wisdom, ask me. Proverbs 4 and verse 7 says, wisdom is the principal thing. To build your marriage, you need wisdom. To raise your children properly in the call of God, you need wisdom. To build a company, you need wisdom. To raise up an organization, you need wisdom. To enlarge your business, you need wisdom. Not money. You know, I was just telling somebody the other day, you know, we used to meet in our home. First in my house. Later on, in Tanya's house. We could have stayed there all through our life. None of you would have known the difference. Or taken a rented hall and have this meeting week after week. You know, we used to go gather together for the meeting and then we used to go to Ceylon Bakehouse, have parotta and chicken curry. You could do that. But one thing I ask God is wisdom, Lord, to lead the people. And right now, we are on the verge of stepping into something further than where we have ever been. But most people want to be foolish. They just want to be happy in their little space and stay there. Don't miss out on what God is going to do. Joseph was wise. He handled the nation's problem. Nehemiah was wise. He handled a city problem. Esther was wise to bring deliverance to the Jews. Daniel was wise. The Bible uses the word wise to handle four kings. There is a problem out there that only you can solve through the wisdom of God. And that is where ministry is. Ministry is just not preaching or singing a song or blowing, taking the tambourining. And that's all part of doing. But the call of God is always manifested when the wisdom of God flows out to you and you solve a problem. Nobody's going to pay you for something that you can't do. If you solve a problem, they will pay you. Whether you are a plumber, you solve a problem. You're an electrician, you solve a problem. And even calling is manifested every time you have the wisdom of God to solve a problem. Not to create a problem, to solve a problem. There are many people who are foolish who create problems. But lift your hand and say, I'll be a problem solver from today onwards. I will make wise decisions in the name of the Lord. 
wisdom to navigate the challenges of life wisdom to recover all that you have lost say amen to that wisdom to start again and to win hallelujah wisdom to make your marriage better wisdom for your health wisdom for your business glory be unto the lord don't be a victim in life don't be somebody who's a victim in life but say hallelujah i need the wisdom of god glory be unto the name of jesus may you rise in wisdom whoa open your mouth and say i will rise in wisdom i will rise in wisdom wisdom to win hallelujah may the wisdom of god protect you preserve you look at somebody if there is somebody in your room and say you're sitting next to a wise person Come on, look at somebody and say that. You're sitting next to a wise person. Yeah. Lift your, place your hand up on your head and say, Wisdom of God. Jesus, fill me with your wisdom. Amen. Hallelujah. See, when God speaks to you, you'll be able to understand that. That's wisdom. You will have clarity concerning a situation. That is wisdom. You can have expertise, talent. But on a situation... When all hell breaks, looks wisdom to navigate. How to apply that knowledge at that particular point. In the name of Jesus, receive an impartation of God's holy wisdom, divine wisdom for your life situations. Raidala, wisdom to build your home. Wisdom, wisdom to build your relationships. Raidala, Kamar Steli, Raimento. Raidala, step into your calling. Raidala, Skep Pramandala, Sturiyam, Shina Prabalam. Thank you, Lord. Glorify your name. Thank you, Jesus. You know, there's so much, I, we won't have time to cover it, but I just give you maybe two or three at the most. Vision. The chosen ones are the ones who have a vision. Proverbs 29 verse 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people suffer. There are people who are hindered from stepping into their calling because they, have, they don't have a vision. You can never achieve in life what your heart cannot conceive. You can never achieve in life what your heart cannot conceive. That's what vision is. You cannot move from where you are until you see beyond of where you are. That is vision. What you can't picture, you can't capture. I see nations. IZ teams travel through different parts of the world. I see a bigger facility. I see masses come to the land. Lord. What you see is what you will capture. That's how you fulfill a calling. If you can't see it here, you can never see it manifested. As a matter of fact, some of you 
whom I know I saw you in my spirit before I saw you in real life don't make me don't think I'm a superman or something like that no 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 <laughs> I'm just saying that's how it's happened are you with me there are people who come and before they come I know their faces and so they might be standing in a line but suddenly I call them out of the line because I know God has got a word for them because I saw them in my spirit before they ever stepped into church you see the land before you ever step into that land may Holy Spirit give you clarity say open my eyes Holy Spirit you will never move to where you are supposed to be until you can see beyond where you are right now may the Holy Spirit of God birth sight may you see beyond where you are past the misery past the struggle past the battle may you see the victory of Jesus manifested glory be unto God blessed be the name of Jesus hallelujah this is one of the key things if I don't say it and this I think is the most important one to step into your calling see you can never I've seen this over years over 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 nearly nearly 27 28 years I've seen this with so many people so many lives you can never many are called few are chosen you can never be one of those chosen ones if there is rebellion in you and disobedience because every part of you fulfilling what God wants you to do the, know, to know the purpose of God over your life and to fulfill it needs obedience not asking too many questions just saying Lord here I am whatever you want me to do I mean it might be crazy things imagine in John 2 Jesus told you know I like one thing about Mother Mary she said whatever he says whatever he tells you do it just obey and Jesus said just bring those containers fill it with water to the brim can you imagine how crazy it is what logic is there to make wine I still remember once we were preaching in a place in, in another city and there was nearly thousand over youngsters sitting in that hall and I was back saying Lord what do I do you know we're supposed to pray for an infilling of the Holy Spirit I said Holy Spirit how are you going to come down and I still remember the Holy Spirit told me backstage you know just jump up and down <laughs> isn't it crazy yeah that's how I, I felt jump up and down for the Holy Spirit to come what theology is that are you crazy and I still remember looking like a fool I began to jump up and down and then I felt the glory of God come upon me I walked into the stage and the presence of God just filled that place and people were speaking in tongues just boom filled To fulfill your callings you need obedience you can't be too smart and miss out on obeying the Holy Spirit 1 Samuel 15 23 for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and 
stubbornness and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry it's like an idol worship idolatry stubbornness just being stubborn arrogant one version says arrogant can you imagine that just arrogant i pray that you don't walk away from your calling by being arrogant and stubborn to prove a point walk in alignment with the call of god over your life the entire christian walk is a walk of obedience to the holy spirit you watch the scriptures look through the scriptures every miracle in the gospel or in the old testament is connected to obedience jesus spits on the ground takes the mud with the saliva puts it on the hand, eyes of a blind man and says go wash yourself in the pool of siloam if he said and said what you made my eyes even worse by spitting and putting dirt there he would have been still walking blind your disobedience will make you blind to what god wants to do in your life when he came forth see the people did not recognize him he himself had to say listen i am that blind guy <laughs> can you imagine that may that be your portion people expect you to see you in a particular way but when you obey they will see you in the way they least expected walking in your miracle wow walking in your blessing glory to god blessed be the name of jesus lift your hand and say jesus naman a syrian army commander high social standing he comes to the prophet the prophet says just sends a word can you imagine that this guy feels humiliated i thought i am a big man in my country i come and i thought the pastor would come out and meet me and shake my hands and said have coffee and then pray no the prophet did not even come out send the boy and said ask him to go wash in the river jordan seven times obedience brought the miracle widow of sarafat when everybody else was hungering and in famine and no food at home or obeyed a prophetic instruction and so abundance where in the bible do you see a miracle that did not ask you to obey praise be to the name of jesus hallelujah the prophet said make a cake for me first 1 king 17 can you imagine that <laughs> something that i wrote down today your seed today will be your fruit tomorrow the woman seed was that little bread make a cake for me the prophet said bring it to me your seed today is your fruit tomorrow you eat up that seed and then expect the fruit tomorrow nothing happens many are called few are chosen you are chosen get your life in alignment with god's word 
connect to Jesus. Choose to obey Him and say, Lord, I don't want to be stubborn. I don't want to be arrogant and go my own way. I want to walk in your ways, Lord. 